Good morning. On today's episode of Just In Time, I'm going to be talking about the effect of COVID-19 on higher ed students and how some students are being forced to take classes that online that they would probably choose to go face-to-face. I'm also going to be touching on how high school seniors, um, senior have been affected um, and how we can cheer them up. But today's episode is totally about finding a way. Okay. And when I talk about finding a way, I'm talking to college students who who think that COVID-19 is, a, is just another way for you to use as an excuse for you not to be successful. No, you're wrong. COVID-19 is giving you an opportunity to understand what type of learning you are and to find other ways of strengthening your education. And so as an educator at a university, I deal with so many students on so many different topics. And so this week, I had a couple of situations that really touched my heart. I'm blessed to be in the position that I am to be able to service and give service to college students and to be able to see them come in and and, and apply their stuff and then go out with degrees and and to be able to get a, a job or have a career. So I take pride in making sure that my students get the best service. So, but... As I was thinking about what's going on in COVID-19, it made me realize that, man, right now we feel to really get to see a weed out position. When I say a weed out, what I'm talking about is some students, a lot of students, pertainly uh, first generation low income, um, and, and not just that, but students who are forced to non-traditional students who have a family whose employment being affected. And, and, and so I, you, you start to see all these verbals that are a part of, um, as we say, not motivation. And so for, for, for the first scenario, I had a student, this young man has a 4.0. Uh, he's a senior in high school. He will also be graduating with his associate. And then when I say he's an outstanding scholar, he is an outstanding scholar. And, and so Men and young men have built a rapport with each other through the last, what, four or five years where he feel he can trust me. And, you know, now he's at the last end of his 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 relay and he's about to get his degrees. And, and you know, and, and, and what and here's the thing. Right. It's nobody to blame in this situation. If you're working in higher ed, whether you be a president, vice vice president, a dean or instructor, or adjunct or staff. Whatever your title is, student, um, right now it's our job to come together. It's our job to really come together and communicate and and, and, and work something out for the purpose of the students. And it's okay to modify your classroom rules right now. It's okay to be different, okay? That's to everyone who works at higher ed. You got to have different ways of serving these students. And and, and the reason I said that, because this young man, he called me and he was stating, he said, you know, time, man, um, I got a 4.0. I don't want that affected. He was like, I'm taking these two math classes that I know I wouldn't take them online. You know, and so I gave him some instructions on, hey, man, you know, reach out to your instructor. Let her know that, you know, these are, you know, that you're having some issues. See if you can have Zoom meeting, uh, you know, just work with her because exactly that's what it's about. You know, when 
when I talk about finding a way, it's all about working together. You know, it's not about the students feeling like no one's there for them. It's not about the staff feel like they have to just be completely different individuals when it comes to the style of teaching uh, that they've been doing. Um, but it is about understanding that we're not in the norm. OK. And so when we're not in the norm, you have things that you have to you have to like once again, you have to modify, you have to recreate. And so this young man, you know, he did what I asked him to do. And, you know, he sent me this email, a couple emails from the instructor. He was just like, man, I can't do it. Uh, I'm going to withdraw from the class and I'll take it in the summer. And just, you know, he, he I never seen this kid. He always been motivated. So I, I was reading through these emails and. And the reason I say we have to work together because, listen, I know for a fact it's some instructors that don't give a fuck. Like, they, if the student is not giving effort, they just don't care. They may not even care about the verbals in the home, what the students are facing, whatever. So this young man, full point on scholar, he graduated with his high school diploma and associate. And now he's trying to work with this instructor. And you know, just to read some of the things that this instructor said to this young man, I was just like, once again, very disappointed. But I, I couldn't play into that role. I had to my job is to assist the student in the best way that I can, not to focus on the things that I don't control. So I told the student, you know what to do. But as I was reading this email, this instructor basically ignored what this young man was saying about his home life about taking these courses online and the structure of and how he wasn't prepared and how, you know, if he had a choice, he, he would take math, these courses face to face. But throughout this whole email, the instructor never once heard the crowd. You can just tell by her response. And she grouped him with all her students, which is OK. But every student is different. Some students are visual learners. Some students are better, better audio learners. Uh, you know, some students are better seeing uh, a, a chart or a graph. So, you know, it got me to thinking this young man, like I say, I was like, you know, trying to be understanding to him. And then, you know, she compared him to all her other students and, you know, talked about all her other students and hindsight and this and that. And I just was like, wow, it's no empathy. So as we find a way, and I'm talking to everyone, if you don't have empathy, practice, try to practice it. Go read the definition of it. Because right now, in, in this time, COVID-19, stay-at-home lockdown, empathy for higher-ed students is what we need. We don't need to feel sorry for them, but we do need to have a little empathy, okay? We need to understand that, um, you know, um, there are students out there who don't have the resources. There are students out there that don't have the support. And, and so at the end of the day, it's all about finding a way, not making excuses. It's all about finding a way to be successful. You know, and so I told this young man, hey, man, you got options. What do you want to do? So he chose to withdraw from that course. Both of them into the summer already and placed him in those courses for the summer. So he still can get his associate. Well, we're not having a graduation. So I guess they're going to mail it to him. 
and his high school diploma at the same time. And he got Baylor. He got TCU, SMU, Notre Dame. This kid is getting offered scholarships from Notre Dame. That just tell you what type of unique scholar he is. And once again, I'm just blessed to cross my path with him. And so his situation was one that made me realize, like, I just had to make sure he had to find a way that fit here, you know, and withdrawing from the class right now was best fit for him based on he can't pick up that subject and he can't be successful learning that subject. So why should I? And then knowing that he has an instructor who wouldn't work with him, that's even made it just more terrible. And so, you know, we got done with that. And so I know he's not the only individual out there that's dealing with this right now. You may have a situation where you've been emailing your instructors, you've been trying to work on some things and, and you're quite not you're not quite getting it online. You need to communicate more. OK, you need to communicate more with your instructors. You know, you uh, all this have as writing you're doing and you know write out your words so the instructors instructors can know what you're saying don't be giving an abbreviation and no write them out because if you want somebody to help you find a way you got to be clear and i mean clear in your communication right now communication is deadly right now because we can't see each other you know zoom that's cool but it ain't nothing like face-to-face value you know and so like I say, we just can't find excuses. I know kids who done withdrew from their courses just because they just they can't do it. And those are the ones that I'm praying for because, you know, once you hopefully they come back, hopefully they come back. Hopefully once this is all over, they come back and they give it a chance. Um, also, you know, I had another scenario where it's all about finding a way. I had a young lady. She called me. Well, she didn't call me. I got a ticket on her. She needed some help. And so I, you know, looked her up in the system uh, and, and I called her, you know, and I mean, it was just, it's just, it was just heartbreaking. You know, when she picked the phone up, you could tell. And she was like, hello. And I was like, hello, this is a whatever institution. I got your email and I was calling to assist you and what you was needing. And she said to me, I don't know what to do right now. I just found out I didn't get into the nursing program. And I don't know what to do. And I mean, in other situations, you know, she probably could have went and talked to a counselor or, you know, or, but, you know, she, she talked to me. And, and the one thing that I did, my job is to not, uh, once again, feel bad for students. My job is to understand how can I assist them and put them in the best position to be successful, even when they've been let down. Now, you think about this student, she had put all her egg in one basket. She was really counting on being accepted into the nursing program. And she didn't. And look, she got hit with hit 
this week with it. When she's been at home, she's a mother, she's a, a wife, and, and, and just all these things. And, and just just that day made me realize, and I just heard her cry out. And, and so I, after, after letting her talk, I said, well, ma'am, you have did a lot of great work. I'm looking at your transcript, and you need nine hours to get you this. You need eight hours to get you this. And I said, ma'am, you still got options. And, and, and she she heard it. And, and here's what I did. I told her, I said, if you want to do health care, if nursing is something that is bred in your heart and you love it and this is something you want to do as a career, then you look up the next enrollment. You look up to win the next class and then you, you, you do whatever you need to do to make yourself a stronger candidate. But I said, ma'am, right now you still have options of continuing college and being successful and getting a career. You know, and, and she and she just she just kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. And I just realized and I just told her, no, thank you. Because, you know, I was having some issues and I wanted to lead it my job and find another category to be in and be successful. And, and, and now this whole COVID-19 have made me realize that I'm going to find a way to continue to serve students where it be at my employment or if it be working for myself. Because I want students to understand that education works. I'm a product of education works, you know, if it wasn't for a, a, a college scholarship, I wouldn't be able to have the success and take care of the kids that I take care of and, and have a life that I have. And so I want everyone to feel that and achieve that. And, and you know, the one thing about education is that it's about how you apply yourself. You know, it's how you communicate. It's how you see yourself in your life. And, and just being able to help that young lady realize that, like, it wasn't a quitting moment. It wasn't a moment to 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 not want to give your all. All it was was a temporary setback. See, because when you're trying to apply to nursing school, you got to be the best. And not saying she was the best, but I can tell being a mom, you know, she had she was competing to people against people who wasn't moms. She was competing against people who had all the prereqs and with A's. And, and so I don't know where she fell in as far as the, the cutoff. But what I do know is that I wasn't going to give her opportunity to not continue to go after her goal. Because at the end of the day, that's the most important. It's not giving up. And so to all you college students out there, to all you higher ed employees, hey, let's find a way. I know the days sometimes get difficult, but you got to find a way to continue to work, to be the best employee for yourself and also for your students because they're dependent on you. They're dependent on you and how you deliver the message. Remember, right now in this time, messages need to have a little empathy in them and understanding in them. You know, um, I hope once it's clear, I hope we can remodify our systems that can work best for everybody. 
Um, also to those students who was hit as far as financially, you know, your job shut down. Um, you know, I had a lot of students this week who was calling who was having needs. And, you know, thanks to my friend, Dr. Keelan Morgan, um, he made that call to me and he shared some information to me about the CURE Act. And so, you know, I'm, I'm able to go understand this act and understand this grant so that it can best benefit our students. And so to all you college students at any higher ed institution out there, if you're hurting on rent, if you're needing groceries, if you need anything and you've been affected by COVID-19, I want you to go and send an email to whoever at your college and I want you to inquire about I want you to inquire about I'm trying to yeah because this is very very important for students see that's another thing um Everybody don't look out for all students. You know, I just think that's a crying shame to not look out for all students because, you know, at the end of the day, it's important. So the Higher Education Emergency Refund Release Fund Authority. So it's called the CURE Act. So at my institution, they was allocated $2.5 million dollars. And 50% of that amount, which is $1.2 million, is allowed for student emergency. Now, they're trying to write the language as far as the grant and how they're going to serve the students. And they're trying to, once again, set it. But it's not going to be like financial aid where it's going to be a, a stiff stipulation. It's going to have a little bit, a little bit of wiggling room to help students. So once again, if you're in higher ed and you're a college student and you've been affected, you've been affected by COVID-19 in any way as far as financially, unemployed, whatever, contact your school official and ask them, can they send you the higher education emergency? release fund authorization grant information the care act so that can help students it can help students this is a tough time guys and we have to realize that we have to lean on each other and the more we communicate the more we have understanding the more we have empathy, the better our students would be. And shout out, shout out to class of 2020. Shout out to my daughter, Joan Marie Turntime, Shoemaker High School, class of 2020. Sweetheart, I know your senior year been 
taken in a bundle and thrown up and blown up. But I'm here to tell you that you got me, your sisters, your brother. We love you. And when this ends, we're going to have a big celebration. You will have a graduation. We're going to throw you a graduation. And that's one thing I'm challenging everyone who has a senior in 2020. Make sure you go hard when this shit is over. Make sure you let that individual, that young man and that young woman know that the last four years of their life has been fucking important and that they made it and that they are champions. And I'm telling you, seniors, don't y'all start feeling bad. And, oh, man, my, listen, you can have everything you want to have after this is lifted. If you want a prom, go to your parents and say, I want a prom. If you want a graduation, go to your, what? just make sure, and parents, make sure you be an understanding now. Make sure you understand, like, like you know, you ain't got to pay for it. So you can go hard for your kids, man. But to the seniors of 2020, I just want to say I respect you. And I look forward to you in your next journey. And for the ones that I come across that come to my institution, just know I'm going to serve you in the best way I can. John Marie, I'm proud of you, sweetheart. You made it. You made it, sweetheart, and I'm proud of you. So to everybody, seniors 2020. Be blessed. This is just in time. Let's make sure we're reaching out and we're helping people who are in need. Let's make sure we're doing things that are opposite. Let's make sure we're showing nothing but love and respect. I'm going to continue to serve my students the best way I know how, and I'm going to continue to try to come up with new ways of serving them. Y'all be blessed. Justin, time out.